What's going on? Welcome back to the Fat Cat Podcast, formerly known as Naptown's Most Wanted. This is going to be a little solo episode today. Uh, I've got some things written down that um, I feel like talking about. Um, a couple things I do want to announce. Um, so... Some of y'all might not know, but you're about to know. So, Naptown's Most Wanted, the original podcast. It was great. Uh, I wanted to change the name. I just felt like Naptown's Most Wanted is kind of, I don't know. I feel like if you heard the name, you would think of, I don't know, like prison stories or some shit. And, uh. I wanted to make something a little more personalized. So, on Spotify, if you scroll down, uh, I only kept certain episodes of the of Naptown's Most Wanted. Um, the episode, well, I made a Gumroad page. If you don't know what a Gumroad page is, it's basically like Patreon. You basically pay a monthly fee. And you get all access to the content. So I have a Gumroad page with all of the Naptown's Most Wanted podcasts on it. Also have a video of our deleted scenes. And then we did a sketch comedy video. Which is really funny. It's called How to Find Love in 2023. Me and Jason did that one. Uh, it's really funny. Real silly. We want to start doing more sketch comedy videos. We I've got I've got one scripted out, and then the other one I'm just uh, thinking because the other one I wanted to I would need I would need to get contracts and stuff because it would it would have uh, children in it. I don't know what the movie laws with children are like. I don't know, but that that might that might. Might have to write that one down and just just uh, put it to the side for for a little while. Might uh, might come back to it and just uh, keep going with things that are uh, attainable as of the now. Um, where was I going with this Gumroad page? I'll put a little link to the description, a little URL for y'all to look at. Five bucks a month. It's got all the Naptown's most wanted stuff on there, and it's gonna have uh, the Fat Cat podcast stuff on there. Hold on, I feel a burp coming. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, that was the big announcement. I also want to do more solo episodes. That way I can uh, do something that's a little more personal. And um, I noticed a lot of the times at work, I'd be thinking of funny shit. And uh, that's why I'd just be writing it down. So I got uh, I got some stuff I've been uh, thinking about. Got that written down. Uh, shit, I just had a little short-term memory loss. I got that early onset Alzheimer's. That's what I've got. Um, let's go ahead and get into it, baby. Uh, I hope y'all doing well. Thank you for tuning in. Um, and everyone, listen, I really do ap- uh, appreciate the, the, the feedback y'all give me. Um, especially, uh, the people 
who uh, know me personally, like like when when people hit me up and uh, tell me like good episode, that's, that shit's awesome, man. It really is. It really is, and it really does make me happy. Um, but yeah, hope y'all uh, hope you're doing all right. Um, fuck, I don't even know how I want to get into this. Want to pick this bad boy apart? Um, let's see, let's see. Um, what I've been doing recently? What I've been up to? Shit, baby, we just been working, dude. Been on that working shit, on that grind. Been trying, man. Got my big ass up in the gym, bruh. Oh, that's another thing I've been thinking about, dude. These motherfucking fat bitches and shit. And I, I should, I probably should have researched a little more. But I was thinking about it earlier. There's like the fat acceptance people. The hell's wrong with you, bruh? The hell's wrong? I used, I used to almost be. No, I was. I used to be 300 pounds. I used to be a fat fuck sweating. I was always the sweaty boy. I was always the big sweaty man's. That was me. Big G. Okay. Big like a damn truck. Like an F-150. Wide by double wide like a damn trailer. That was me. Big boy. And uh, you know what I did? Instead of uh, bitching about it. And blaming society for not liking fat people. I got my fat ass in the gym. Okay. Now I haven't lost all of the weight. I'm not fucking David Hasselhoff body. I'm not Patrick Bateman body. But going from 300 to 220. Yeah. Get your fat ass in the gym. Quit your bitching. And stay your big ass out the kitchen. Period. Period, baby. Um, Fuck, man. I was talking. I found this. Uh, I met this one chick. I forget her name, man. I've been, I've been on the prowl. I've been looking for a, a damsel in distress. I've been trying to find me a little shoddy. Be getting a little lonesome at night. Y'all, y'all know how it is. You laying up in bed at night. It's all cold. You just feel a little lonesome. You just feel a little lonesome. So uh, I, I met I met this one chick, and uh, I got her number, and we were talking, and she seemed like a nice girl. You know, she had a good personality, but she just gave me the ick because, like, she told me she was a, a college wrestler, a wrestler. A woman wrestler in college. And at first I got the ick because I'm like, that's kind of like a man's sport. And then I thought about it, right? And I'm like, you know, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But then I was like, wait, hold on. What if, you know, we get five years down the road, you know what I'm saying? We're together. We're probably living together. Might have a child. And we get into a little lover's quarrel in the living room or something. We get into a little argument. 
and then I get hit with a damn stone cold stunner, I think I'm all right, okay? Me get hit with a stone cold stunner? Listen, I know some of y'all be thinking, you know, I ain't trying to sound like a bitch right here, okay? Because I, I ain't no bitch. But what I'm saying is I ain't, I ain't never seen anyone get up from a stone cold stunner. And that's the bottom line, okay? And, uh, yeah, so I just, I just cut it off after that. <coughs> mm, excuse moi. Yeah, I had to cut it off because I just, I don't know, after I had that image in my head, I just, oh, oh, a woman wrestler? No, thank you. And then I started talking to this, this, uh, this one shoddy, but, uh, she, uh, she's uh, a race car driver and, uh, no, like I'm just a woman race car driver. Are you sure about that? Are you serious about your profession? A woman race car driver? What do you think? You're good. Um, <laughs> um, but she she just had a she was nice. She just was boring. A lot of bitches be boring and shit woman race car driver bro woman uh, <laughs> a woman race car driver <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> hold on a sec I gotta blow my schnoz uh been a little booger boy ever since I was a child. Since I was a little child. Um shit, man. Oh uh, fuck, got my damn beard hairs caught in the mic. Grabbing me, baby. Grabbing me. Um so I was digging through my closet before this podcast to see what I wanted to uh wanted to throw on. And I found you, you might not hold on. You might be able to see it. Might be. This is a Papa John's beanie. And I saw that. And, I, man, I started thinking, baby. So, uh, when I was, like, 19, 20, this, was, this was about, like, a year. This was a year and a half to a year ago. Okay? I was working at Papa John's. Okay? I got hired on by... Which I didn't know was uh, one of my old friend's sister. She was the GM. I ain't gonna say her name, um, but she was the GM of this Papa John's boy. And um, you know, it was good. Just working there was great, man. It was it was great. It was really fun. And then uh, eventually, dog. Oh boy's sister got the hots for me, but I didn't know because she's she's the the GM. You know what I'm saying? And so she would like do like weird shit. And I'm like, is this is this chick into me? Like, no, nah, no. Nah, she she it's it's my GM. 
and I'm just a delivery boy. Plus, she was uh, six, seven years older than me. And then one day, I remember I'm sitting at the at the at the cut counter or whatever they call it. Um, she's about to leave. I'm, I'm I always work the night shift, baby. She's about to leave, and she, I uh, hold on, hold on. I got to get back into this. Um, a little bit beforehand, this is probably like a week or two before what I'm about to get into, but uh, she. She asked me for my Snapchat. I'm like, you know, you know that, so that's what I'm saying. It was like a little weird. She asked me for my Snapchat, and then she would like send me something or whatever, and I would just like I kept I kept my distance. You know what I mean? Because I don't talk to shotties unless you know what I'm saying. Unless we dating, or unless we're gonna date, I don't want to talk to you. Or you know, unless it's like an interview or some shit. You know, I I do not. I do not believe that men and women can be friends. Matter of fact, I don't believe it. I know it. I know it. So uh, anyways, I'm up at the cut counter. Shawty come up to me. She goes, you need to text me more. You don't text me enough. Oh, really? So at this point, I knew. I knew. I knew. She wanted your boy. This was also when I was fucking 300 pounds, too. <laughs> a big one. So, uh, you know, we started talking, yada, yada, yada. One thing led to another. I'm fucking a GM of Papa John's, baby. But uh, it didn't last long. It didn't last long because uh, I couldn't get over the fact that, uh, that she had like 30 bodies she had 30 bodies before we dated and i just couldn't get over that you know that's pretty nasty you know when i think about that coochie that's just i don't know man i don't always like to talk bad about people but that's that's doity it was like it's just an ick like she was a good person for sure, but that's just, you know, the thought of it, that's 30 penises. That's 30 dongs. That's like 30 people used one sock. And it was, it was like never washed, technically. Like you just left it in the rain. Imagine, 30, imagine a sock left out in the rain that 30 people put on. Would you put that sock on? That's kind of dirty, man. That's the foot fungus. That's dick fungus. That's AIDS. That's a STD. Um, no, but she was a really, she, she she was a really sweet girl, but it just didn't work out. Um, uh, but uh, we like we lived together for a little bit, <clears throat> and I decided I was gonna move out. And I fucking, where am I going with this? What did I write down? Uh, I ended up moving to, uh, I ended up moving to the ghetto. It wasn't that bad, but it was just, like, after me and her split and being in that, uh, the environment of, like, the ghetto. Like, anyone who lives out there knows that it's like, you got to keep your head on a swivel, you know? And especially at night, you just... 
just that feeling of motherfuckers like walking up to you and they just want something and just that that feeling like something's gonna happen i gotta be i gotta be on edge i gotta be ready keep my head on a swivel it's just a that's just a an awful way to live man just to always look over your shoulder that's that's just terrible dude it really is ah and it really um fuck i didn't know that can go up that's pretty sweet. Um, fuck it, it was, it's just, it's not a good place to be. Um, but it's kind of, it was fun. It was fun. Cause you know, being in a place that's high crime, you know, cops can't be everywhere. So it's like, stop, stop signs don't exist. Which was fun. You know what I'm saying? It's the best place to be. If you're, if you're going to be late to work, Work somewhere in the ghetto. Because the stop signs, the stop lights, that shit's just a suggestion. That, that was a good perk. You know, you could take a 15-minute drive into a five-minute drive. That shit was awesome. But uh, I, I eventually moved out of there. Um, but um, while, I was, uh, while I was working at Papa John's, I thought of, like, the craziest thing that happened to me. And I'll, let me let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. So one day, you know, I'm delivering pizzas, and it happens to be on Pride Month. You know, I didn't think anything like too much of it. You know, Pride Month, whatever. Like, like I I ain't gay. I I don't get down like that. So I'm like, you know, that that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. You know, but I never thought that shit would come to me. You know what I'm saying? You know, I ain't going to go out to the parade, but the parade people came to me, boy. Um, Pride Month was a weird time. Like, I'm telling you, so it was it was on this, I think it was on the same night or maybe the night before, but I remember uh, there was this kid. It was like this really tall kid, and he was up in his undies, and he I'm like going up to a house. And he's kind of like following me down the street walking. And then I think, I think, because when I saw this dude walking, I'm like freaked out. Also, while I'm delivering pizzas, I keep my fucking blammer on me, baby. I keep that 19 speed blammer ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Strap with that muffler. So I'm like, I know if this dude's going to fuck me, try to fuck me in the ass, I'm going to lay him down. I'm going to spray him down. I'm going to spray him down, baby. But, uh, and then he started talking. I'm like, okay, this this isn't a fucking creepy 30-year-old adult. This is a 12-year-old kid. Because the, the, the kid was like, where's the gay strip club? And then he was like cheesed out of his mind, smiling. I'm like, okay, it's a kid. That kind of freaks me out. But uh, anyways, either the next day or later that night, I go to, um, I, I, you know, I go to this house. They're having a party. You know, it's the weekend. I ain't thinking nothing of it. I mean, it's probably like a $60. Or it's like two pizzas and a side. You know, two pizzas and a breadstick. And uh, I knock on the door. And um, they answer. And the dude that answered the door was this tall, like, Skinny, probably in his mid twenties. So it was a youngin. 
it was it was a youngin, but an adult youngin. It wasn't no child. But this dude answers the door and he's in a fucking black leather gimp suit. A black leather bondage suit. Half naked. <clears throat> and I seen that. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. Ooh. I didn't say that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but <laughs> that's what I was thinking. And and then, you know, I hand him the food, whatever. And I'm just, I'm trying to get out of there, bro. I ain't trying to see this motherfucking sexual deviant right here. I don't want to be next to this guy. And uh, and then he started flirting with me, bro. He started complimenting my ass. He start, he start hitting on me, trying to get my number. Oh, hell no. What I did was I just stared at him. Didn't say nothing. I was just kind of in shock. Because, like, I locked eyes with another man's that wanted to get, he wanted to get slimy with my backside. I felt like a, I felt like a deer caught in the headlights. I felt like a little, a little baby fawn caught in the headlights of a a lustful homosexual. That's what I thought. And that they just like shocked me. You know what I'm saying? In the moment, I'm like I was like kind of like I was shocked, but I was like pissed off. You know what I'm saying? I was offended, bro. You know, I ain't never been like that. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I remember driving home, and I'm I'm pissed off. And then I start thinking, I'm like, yo, this is how women feel. You know what I'm saying? So I had a little more sympathy for women after that. Just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. Because some of them bitches out there whoring. Some of them bitches want that shit. But just like, I don't know. That feeling of locking eyes with another man that wants to play in your butt. Play up in your butt. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to make that up in my butt. Up in that her ass. That's what he wanted to do. He wanted to use me. <laughs> I don't know. It was just, I, don't, I felt yucky. Anyways. That was the that was like the craziest thing that ever happened to me at any job. I've seen I've seen people die or get injured pretty bad, but that's like the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Yo, know, if anyone listened to this and you used to deliver pizzas or DoorDash or anything like that service, you know what I'm saying? What's the craziest thing that you've ever experienced? What is it? Let me know below if there, there'll be a motherfucking place where you can put your shits, where you can put a little comment in. You know what I'm saying? Let me know because I want to know. And if you know me personally, hit me up on that snap, on that Instagram, on that TikTok. Send me a DM or write in the comments or some shit. Let me know. What else, man? What have I been up to? 
what I've been up to, baby. Um, <clears throat> that that uh, the podcast I did with Jackson and Gage, man, that shit was awesome. That was a good podcast. The intro, now the intro, like I listened to it. I probably should have done it again. I probably should have done it again. And because I, I just feel like, because the people who are listening are. You know, I f- like most people that listen to podcasts, I feel like you're going to work, you're on the way to work, you're at work, you're tired of listening to music, so you want to hear a conversation. Because that's, that's, that's when I listen to podcasts at work, for that reason. So I'm just assuming most people are like that. And I just feel like, you know, it's the morning time. I, I just, I, I, what am I trying to say here? I feel like I didn't put as much energy as I shoulda. You know what I'm saying? I wanted I wanted to be a little more energetic, and I wasn't too energetic. But I mean, it, it I don't think it was that bad. You know, intros got to be. I want them to be energetic and then kind of short, sweet, and to the point, baby. Yeah, that's what they need to be. Get everybody up, get everybody fired up in a good mood. No one wants to no one wants to tune into a podcast and they down in the dumps. They slow. Or maybe you do. Maybe you want maybe you're uh maybe you want to hear about someone someone else having a someone else's grief to make you to make your life better. I done that. I ain't gonna lie, I done that. Here's some sad stories. I gotta blow my schnoz again. Get the allergies, baby. Double OG Booger Boy in the his house. Ooh. Hold up. Hold up. Bussin'. Bussin', bussin'. Ooh. Yeah. But, uh, man, uh, yeah, Jackson and Gage. Uh, I was over at their house last weekend, hanging out. Oh, I was working on my truck. Jackson was helping me out. Uh, but we were all there. Gage, Gage was there. Gage, Gage bring one of his friends over. I ain't gonna say her name. I know she watches the podcast. But uh, she was there, and uh, her brother is like one of our old friends who had died. And I remember him dying was like, I never really like digested it because because he he had like a he, not like he had a pretty bad drug problem in and out of rehab. And he kind of just lost all of his friends. Like, I stopped hanging out with him because he just. I mean, I've known him for like four or five years. And then I kind of, I got out of that phase. You know what I mean? I didn't want to do it no more. And, uh, but he ended up overdosing and died. And it was like, it was sad, you know. But we knew it was going to happen one day. We knew it was gonna happen. Like there was, there was, a, there was nothing we could do 
to help them because you you can't help someone who can't help themselves. You know what I mean? But uh, I'm sitting there hanging out with them, and I see uh, his sister. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know. I just it just put me in a mood because I couldn't stop thinking about him. Couldn't stop thinking about my 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 dead my dead friend. It just kind of just made me sad. You know, y'all know how it is. Y'all know how it is. So, you know, life suffering. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't trying to, you know, I don't know what I'm saying. I ain't trying to say pity me, you know what I'm saying? Everyone's going to experience death. Everyone is. The death of others. Every Everybody going to experience it. So, uh, also while I was over there, man, they was trying to get me to play Uno with them. And I told, I told Gage Jackson, I ain't playing with Uno with you. One, I ain't played Uno in nine years. And uh, last time I remember y'all playing Uno, I watched them play. And those motherfuckers was making up rules on the spot, boy. The, that Jackson and Gage are those, are those Uno players, bro. They make rules on the spot, bro. They make this shit up. And then they they know they do it too. <laughs> so I, I mean I eventually I played with them, but I remember they tried to make up this bullshit rule. I can't remember what it was, but I, I got drunk that night. I couldn't remember what the rule was, but uh, I pulled up the fucking uh, the fucking pamphlet that came with the box, the directions, the how to play. I looked up the rule. Told them all about it, man. Told them all about it. It was something, baby. It was something. Uh, well, shit, man. I think. I think that's about it. I think that's about it. Ain't really got nothing on my mind. I do got two other things, but I'm gonna save them for the for the next one. Hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm gonna I'm gonna get up out of here. I'm gonna rise up out of here. Rise on out. Hell yeah. Well, uh, appreciate y'all watching this little short one. This short little baby episode. Hell, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Be cool, baby. Be cool. <laughs>